Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is your buddy Chewy, and this is the 411 from 406. Hope everybody is doing wonderfully this evening or today or whenever you're listening to this. Uh, Let's see, I'm actually on the way to go pick up my son from the ski slope. It is uh, March the 2nd as I'm recording this. And I think we figured out the other day that he has gone skiing on his season pass this year, something on the order of like 30 sometimes. So uh, we certainly got our money's worth out of that uh, season pass, which, you know, of course, is is the idea. Uh, This kid, this is my middle son. This kid absolutely loves to be on the slopes. He, He is primarily a snowboarder. And he absolutely looks forward to the time when the, the slopes open for the season. And then he's absolutely crushed when they close. Um, I, I'm pretty sure they're going to be closing for the season on the 14th of March, which is what, next Sunday? A week from Sunday, I guess. Two weeks. Um, and yeah, and again, he, he's going to be super bummed. You know, I mean, the reality of, of the, the winter in Cleveland is it really doesn't, we don't really get a ton of snow typically until January. I mean, it certainly gets cold. We get some, some cold days even in November and hell, we even have snow in October sometimes, but, uh, you know, where to the point where, a, a, a you know, a ski resort can open, it really doesn't happen until January. And then, um, you know, then it's, it's mid-March and it's closed, right? And, and, I mean, even the last probably four or five days he has gone, it has been in the – he had a couple days when it was in the 50s and he was out there, which is actually a really uh, – as, as, as long as it's not too slushy, it's actually a really nice way to ski, right? It's, it's nice and bright and the sun's out and, and that kind of thing. So, But I'm on the way to pick him up. It is a school night. So I'm going to pick him up about nine o'clock when they close, you know, I'll get him home nine 30. He's got to take a shower and then, uh, you know, wake up the next morning at six o'clock. They got to be on the bus about six, six 35, six 40. And then we do it all over again. So, you know, we're, we're back to, we're back to a, a, a I want to say normal from a, from a scheduling perspective, because obviously COVID is still here and it's, it's, um, it's still raging, but on the positive side, the, the case numbers are coming down. The vaccine is here, and you know we are getting back to normal in terms of the hustle and bustle of life. Uh, it seems like every night, either my wife or I are, are taking somebody to a practice or to the ski slopes or you know those kind of things. So there is there is some version of normal normalcy that is returning. Uh, The big news today, COVID-wise, is the state of Texas. The governor of Texas essentially came out and said, hey, you know what? No more masks. We are returning to normal. And, you know, I, I think on one side, you know, you've got people that are applauding that decision, that are saying that masks you know, you've got the, you've got mask deniers, right? Masks don't work. COVID's not a real thing, blah, blah, blah. And then on the other side of the spectrum, you've got people that say, oh my God, it's way too early. Not everybody's vaccinated. We're not down to zero cases. How can you open up? You know, you need to keep everything closed. 
Um, and that's, and that's kind of what I wanted to talk, jump on and talk about tonight. Um, you know, I don't understand how our country really got to this point where it's essentially like communist versus Nazis. Right. And, and it's like the far right are considered the Nazis and the far left are the considered the communists. And, and if you're not in one of those camps, you're wrong. And it's, it's just absolutely ridiculous. Um, I, I'm sure you, like me, you probably have friends on both sides of the political spectrum. And I don't know anybody that is really way far to the right or way far to the left. You know, I've got, I've got friends that are certainly more left-leaning. I've got friends that are certainly more right-leaning. But I just don't understand how we've gotten to this, the point in this country where you can't even have a conversation anymore with some of your best friends. You can't even talk about politics. You can't even have a conversation where you're coming to the table with your set of values and your set of beliefs. And you're in that other person's eyes, you're just wrong or, or worse yet, you're the enemy. I I just, I don't get it. Um, I just don't understand how we've gotten here. I have, I have some thoughts. I have some hunches. I have some suggestions maybe of how we got here, but, but I really, I just, I don't understand how far we've come this way this fast. Um, you know, I, I can remember growing up and my parents, I, you know, and of course I wasn't super into politics when I was younger, but I can remember, you know, we would have friends over or they would have their friends over and they would get into these kind of long conversations about politics. And they would get into these long conversations about, you know, foreign aid and, and foreign policy and, and this, that, and other. And of course I had no idea what the hell they were talking about, but, but I remember them having those conversations and that, that just doesn't seem to happen anymore. Um, it's, it's very, I have very few friends that I am comfortable having a conversation with like that. And, and it's not because I think that they are wrong or that they think I like we I, I disagree with my friends all the time and 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 we have arguments and and we but that's that's part of what being friends is right but but it's almost like we, we live in this world that is so I don't know man it's 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 tribal it's it's just so weird right and and we are now like defined by who we voted for. And, and if you voted for the other guy, you're wrong. And if you voted, it's just, it's just really weird. And, and I don't get it. And I don't like it. Um, you know, I, I think part of this, I think a lot of this is quite frankly, I think is due to social media. I, I think social media is, can be great. But I think what it does is it, it creates these kind of echo chambers of like-minded thinking that just kind of continues a confirmation bias. And what I mean by that is, you know, 
in theory, we'll take Facebook as an example. In theory, on Facebook, you see the same kind of stories and you share the same kind of links and you talk about the same kind of things that your friends do, right? And and then that algorithm continues to give you things that you like to see. And it continues to give you things that you sometimes are engaging with, but engaging on the negative side, right? It'll show you things that you're upset with. It, it, you know, the, the reality is these things, they make their money if you're on the app, right? And so they want to do anything that they can do to keep you on the app. So they're going to serve up stuff. One of two things, either that you really love, i.e. You, your friends and your, you know, baby pictures and kitten pictures and whatever it is that you love, right? Or things that you really hate, right? Um, and there's very, there's not a whole lot in the middle, right? And, and I think that's kind of a microcosm of, of kind of where we are in society, right? It's like I said at the beginning, you're, you're, you're either on the way far left or the way far right, but but I just don't think that that's the reality, right? I think most people, I think, are probably somewhere right in the middle, right? They've got, you know, maybe they've got some conservative views on this, and then they've got some liberal views on this, or maybe they're fiscally conservative but socially liberal. I don't know. Maybe they're socially liberal and fiscally conservative. You know, I don't know. But I, but I, it's just I don't run across many people that are like straight line. Oh, I'm conservative on everything or I'm liberal on everything. Um, I don't know. And I think, you know, I, I've been saying it for years. I'm not a fan of, of the two party system that we have in this country. Um, I, I think there's, there's way too many people to be represented just by two sides. And, and again, I think that's, it kind of comes back to, you know, we're not either, it's not black or white. There's many shades of gray and I'm rambling, but I, you know, I, I just don't get it. And, um, so I just, I kind of want to throw a shout out to all of the, my friends out there that I know are not either black or white. I know we're all shades of gray. And to those of you that I can have a conversation with about whether it's, you know, politics or one of these other, you know, numerous topics that seem to trigger everybody uh, and seem to start fights, you know, cheers to you, you know, that we can have those rational adult conversations because you know what, that's really the only way that we can move forward in my opinion. Um, you know, another thing that kind of has me up in arms is, you know, there's, there's so many people being banned and deplatformed from all of these different platforms, whether it's Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or, or this, that, and the other thing. Um, I think that's, I think that's really dangerous. I think that's a really, really slippery slope. And no, I'm not talking about, you know, the assholes that got together on Facebook or Twitter or, or whatever site it was and talked about, Hey, let's go storm the Capitol. No, fuck those people. They deserve to be in jail. And yes, they deserve to be kicked off any single platform that they were ever on. So that's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about quote unquote hate speech. What I'm talking about is when two people disagree about something, you should be able to have that conversation. If I hold a belief that you think is wrong, you know what? Talk to me about it. Debate me. Show me why I'm wrong. Okay. And you know what? You may or may not ever change my mind 
But you know what? The last thing that we want is to ban this speech and push it underground because you know what? Then you get the worst of the worst is going to, is going to show up. Right. Um, you know, I, I know, you know, the, the big one in the news has been parlor, right? So parlor, if you're not familiar, was this kind of alternative to Twitter and it was being touted as, you know, the, the free speech Twitter. And it was being touted as, you know, this is where conservatives go to, to, you know, to talk. This was when president Trump was still on Twitter and then he got banned off Twitter. You know what? We don't have to like what president Trump had to say, but I think it's a really big mistake to ban him. I think it's a really bad idea to ban any speech, whether it's liberal or conservative, I don't know. I just think that's a really, really bad thing, especially when the people that are making the decisions about what speech can be allowed are, are the big tech companies, right? What, who, what gives them the right? Now, again, I'm not suggesting that this is a, is a First Amendment right issue. It's not. The reality is it's Facebook's platform, and if they want to kick somebody off, they can kick somebody off. Yes, that, that, that's – but I, I, just, I just fundamentally disagree with that. And quite frankly, I think it's really going to be the downfall of a lot of these platforms. I think if you see – if we continue to see Facebooks and Twitters and Instagram and this, that, and the other thing, banning speech, banning people, on both sides of the political spectrum, eventually it's truly going to become that echo chamber. And it's going to lead to other alternatives cropping up and people are going to start to leave those platforms left and right. And the social part of social media is going to be gone because after all, social means we're talking with one another. And I guess that's kind of the the whole point of this entire rant, we need to talk to each other. We need to communicate with each other. And sometimes that means it's going to be uncomfortable. Sometimes we're going to have uncomfortable conversations and that's okay. Thanks for listening to me. I appreciate it. I'm looking forward to the next conversation that I have with you. And hopefully next time Pip will be joining me. I know we've been trying to find a time to record. I think it's my topic next time, so I'm uh, excited about what we're going to bring to you. Again, this has been the 411 from 406. This is Chewy. I'll talk to you later. Have a good evening, folks. Bye-bye.